What's up, movie fans and Netflix bingers? This is the Bros Who Binge Podcast. My name is Adam Schubert. As always, I'm joined by Lyndon Burton. Lyndon, how are you doing this week? All right. Can't complain. Uh, we got a new show in Mr. and Mrs. Smith. First episode was solid. Second episode wasn't bad. Um, excited yeah, that's to- all we watched so far, right? Yeah, first two. Excited to talk about that. But uh, uh, yeah, you know, got a good episode planned for the peeps today. Yeah, it's definitely a lot to talk about. Um, it's all kind of just been sputtering out, I guess, since now that there's no more strike and everything is just everywhere now. There's a lot of stories I had to leave off of, you know, first looks of things. And as I was looking, watching the trailers that we had today, I just kept finding more. So it's, you know, it's a it's a big time right now. March is actually going to have a lot of really interesting things come out, especially Dune. So, you know, we're we're really getting into it. And we got Avatar in a couple of weeks, and yeah, people. Uh, this, uh, hey, but the, the Vice this weekend, people are upset about Avatar right now. People are thinking that's oh, yeah. not going to be good. And I, I yeah, let's let's talk about it real quick. I mean, because the Discord was hot over the week. They were saying this shit looked worse than the first one. I was like, oh, we wild, like, oh, y'all wild. The worse than no, the first it? one. That was it's like, be, oh, but but it, but it looks it looks kind of corny though. It does. Yeah, at the end of the day, like what we're hearing more and more from the conversation is that it isn't lean, really leaning in on the major themes that made it such a powerful show on Nickelodeon. Um, you know, having Aang already be bought into the fact that he has to save the world, that wasn't how it went. You know, so- even the soccer thing now at this point is starting to make it more glaring that they're just not like concerned with growth yeah it's just like plot 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 it's very weird and then like i don't want to say it looks like a porn flick because it doesn't but like it it just it feels weird but also i'm gonna say this as devil's advocate we were hella critical of one piece from the trailers myself included i had to come on this show and apologize I don't want to have to come apologize for this. I <laughs> like I'm just I'm just like I'm going to hold reserve before I think it's going to be but a lot of people in the nerd community hot. And I've been just trying to figure out why the creators left and maybe I'm starting to see why they left. <laughs> yeah, I think like the reasons that we thought that they left weren't what we weren't exactly no. what we thought. I think like I didn't think that we were going to have issues with like the um the, tone. the character development <laughs> yeah. tone of like, our major characters. I think we were wor- we were worried about like not pacing. We were about normal pacing, shit. We yeah. were about pacing and do they follow this shit to a T? Oh no, Schubert, they follow it to a T. Almost too much to a T. Yes, like you said, um, it's just event after it's plot point, plot point, plot point, and none of like letting that shit build and and get letting you get to know these people. That's like one of the things that I when people talk about fillers and other animes, like there are other animes like, you know, Naruto and One Piece for sure that have legitimately filler episodes that like serve zero purpose. If you look back and watch an avatar, there are some episodes that may not be, that may be considered filler, but a lot of the stuff that they do that doesn't seem like it's on the major mission is all part of that growth and development that it seems like we're going to be missing out on. So yeah, it just seems like it's going to be disappointing, but it's just one of those things where like animation gives you the ability to really 
expound on characters and you know that's what makes one piece so incredible is that you can like have these characters that you don't realize are so developed and then continue to develop them into like the most interesting human beings that you've ever like seen on your screen even like characters that you meet just in a in an arc so like i'm shocked i don't know how they're gonna let us get to know like for example like, are we going to dive deep into, like, Jet and Katara's relationship? I don't think so. You know what I no. think Jet's going to be? I think Jet's going to be, because they did show him in the trailer, I think Jet might be villain of the week for the episode. Yeah, I mean, something like that. Like It, it, won't, just, be, it won't be presented as he's this gray character. But he, like, but, you know, he in, in defense of the anime, he really was only in one episode until he came back. I was about to say, his impact was felt for a minute, like... Yeah, so it all depends on how they like that character can be one episode. How are you going to develop that? But you know, the the big issues are, you know, Aang not wanting to go to war, mm-hmm. Sokka being thinking that he's everything, yeah, and you know, the misogyny comes with that. So like, you know, it's like everything so you, over other people too. It's not like he hates women. It's like, well, maybe he well, does. He, it's not, it's not even that. It's just like when you are a nine-year-old boy, I guess, and even, maybe, I don't know, with the new era, I guess that will happen when we have children and figure out. But like when you're like, you know, 11 years old, like, and you have a little sister, you're going you're to like shit. be like, well, I'm I'm the big brother. Like, I got, yeah, you know, I do all this, so. Um, I don't know. It's, it's, not, it's, it's not looking good for Avatar in these streets. Let me say that. The only thing I feel confident about in terms of the story development is Zuko. Like that's Ooh. the only one I feel confident about. See, I heard a bad Zuko rumor the other day. I don't, but I don't remember it hundred percent, so I don't want to say it on the show. I'm trying to see if I can find it real quick. But if this rumor is true, I'll tell you off air. If this shit is true, then boy, like that's that's problematic for this show. And you uh, know it's they- bad when Lyndon doesn't want to say it on the pod because I say all rumors on the pod, but I don't want to misquote. And say something that's this blatant wrong is what I'm thinking I heard. But if this is true, I see why the creators left. Yeah. Um they can't fuck but, up Zuko's uh, that's like he's he's oh yeah, wait. Oh, oh no, no, oh, okay, 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 okay. I got clickbaited. I got clickbaited. Okay. My bad, my bad by discussing film, discussing the or disbussing the bussing film. The bussing film saw the heat that Avatar was getting that day. Earlier this I think, week, I think I saw that too. And they said Zuko will not chase and Aang, like, and I was like, "What?" So I was like, oh, "What? What's, what is he doing in season one?" But then I thought of how we talked, and it's like, "Oh, he might just chill with his pops." But that doesn't work. But like, you know, but like, you know, it would have been weird. But glad, glad the the Bustin films, you got me. Touche. Glad I didn't say that on the pod. But again, like I said, I've learned from One Piece. I'm not gonna denigrate Avatar. I'm just letting you know what the people are saying. Do I think it'll be good? Uh, uh. You know, I, I shit on WWE a lot this past week. It turns out they might have been fucking with me. So, like, I don't want to shit on too many more people this week. So I'm going to chill because, like, people were telling me you was I was going. Well, I was doing too much. I, I kind of crashed out on the Internet over the Cody Rhodes thing. Can't lie to you. Not crashing out over uh, Avatar. No, thank you. I crashed out over One Piece, too. Was embarrassed. Like, I got to stop doing this. All right, uh, but so bringing that up and talking about Avatar brings us to like the topic of this episode, where we're we talking about uh, Nickelodeon films at the or not films, but Nickelodeon shows at the end, Back. and it's the ones that made an impact on, I would say, 
our our lives and the lives of many. I'm interested. Are you going to are you going to pick more live action? Are you are you or because see like my nick bag is heavy anime. Like my nick bag is heavy animated. Like I when it came to live actions, low key. And I'm this might not be true for everybody. I fucked with Disney Channel's live actions more than Nickelodeon's. There was some I fucked with on Nick, but like I don't know if they were like there's only two. There's two, yeah. I was about to say early, like early 90s slime time, like like early to Keaton Kell Amanda show. That shit is unbeatable. It's like goaded, yeah. But like when you get to the mid 2000s, it's like give me Hannah Montana over Victorious, brother. Like <laughs> it is what it is. Well, and like even that time frame, I'm looking right here to see the actual dates. Like Ned's was cool, but like I feel like Ned's wasn't our generation on the low. Like I'd be looking at them people in their pods, and I'm like, "Mm." well, the thing, yeah, yeah, I think Nick kind of carried. We'll talk about it. Let's let's not get into part of it, but I'll just say this point before I forget it. But Nick kind of carried all the way to like 2007, okay, 2006. Because even my girlfriend was asking me the other day because. Big time rush came over my feed, and this is when I asked you. This like all of these Nick people have been coming over my feed on TikTok, and this would make me ask him the question of let's talk about this because I've been seeing you know people have been doing the pick choose five of your favorite past things, uh, but like you know, and so big time rush, and I was singing bo- boyfriend like all day the other day. My girlfriend was like, "Aren't you too old to be a big time rush guy?" I was like, "Wait, what?" I was like, "Hold on, I have a little brother." First off. But I feel like Ned's and Big Time Rush was my brother's generation on the on the lowest of lows. Right, those are two different eras. I'm gonna be honest you with you. Like, oh, those, no, we'll talk those, about it. We'll talk about it because like that. I'm pretty that sure. The, I'm pretty sure Ned's Declassified ended three years before Big Time Rush even came out. Well, I know Big Time Rush is definitely my not our generation. Like not at all. No. Yeah, no. like not at all. <laughs> like I was definitely seeing that my brother putting that on a TV, and it was like. And, and watch that's it. not me hating on the big time rush show. No, me neither. The big show was, was actually pretty good. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm not drafting it, but like it was pretty good. Yeah. Um. So let's get into the stories. The first thing I want to talk about is also kind of a discussion. <laughs> Oscars best category. First off, like thoughts. Do you like the category being added? <sighs> Reg texted me about this today. I don't know if I responded. <laughs> I saw it. Oh yeah, best cast. It's like. Reg, a Reg text. I should have responded to. It. He had a be- he had a better uh two better things that should be added instead of best casting, stunts and stunt stuntmen and stunt coordination. Best stunts. I agree with him hundred percent. Yeah, definitely. And then voice acting. I agree with him hundred oh, yeah. percent. Like if we're gonna yeah. give it to people who cast, because you can pick good people to play to. Like brother, sure we could get an Oscar for casting for what we do on this damn show. Like no no no, let's do let's give an Oscar for some talented shit, stunts, stunt coordination, and voice acting. Like I like I agree with Reg one hundred percent. I can't take full credit because that was his text. I should have responded. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, that's my thoughts. I agree. I'm in that. I I like the category being added. I think the category needs to be added. But I agree that there's it's ridiculous that at least stunts isn't it. Their Oscar category. And I'm talking stunt, best stunt man, best stunt coordinator, and best stunt. I want all three. Like, we're not just going to award, oh, say best stunts and not award the coordinators or the people doing it. Like, the fuck? Yeah. I mean, like, definitely coordinators at the least. At the minimum. At the minimum. At the minimum. Because it's like the. But I still think best stunt, like, don't they do something? Like, does the Oscar award for, like, they award best sound? 
Mm-hmm. And like the sound yeah. is a part of the movie, so they got to do best stunt. That's well, a part of the movie. Is as a whole, it's basically just like do they, they do they sound, not don't they pick best song effects. Don't they, piss be- they pick best, best song? song? Yeah. They do okay, best, best song. song. And then I know they pick best writer. So writing's right. a part of a movie. Some music's a part of a movie. The stunts are too. Like, don't call it lowbrow. Like, like it's the VMAs were giving best action moment. No, no, no. We're saying best stunt, and then giving the stunt man, or or if you don't want to do best stunt, best stunt man, best stunt coordinator. I'm with that. Yeah. If you think if you think best stunts to VMA, I could go that route. Because I thought about it just now when I said it. Like, yeah, that's like. Best action moment. I don't know if they doing shit like that at the Oscars. So we do best stunt man, best stunt coordinator, yeah. and best voice actor. Shout out to the VAs. Um, and so with the casting category, who do you think would win this year? I think it's pretty obvious. Oh, whoever casted Oppenheimer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, like, that's that didn't take part, me. Long. That's partly of why you could. Or argue, Barbie. I mean, like, it's that's like, part of that's part of why you could argue that. Act, casting category shouldn't be involved because basically whoever cast the best movie made the best movie. Well, so, but that's not always the case. I understand. Like I'm trying to think of a year like once upon a once upon a time in Hollywood didn't win best picture. Well, I'm just saying like, but it was nominated, wasn't it? I'm saying like, at oh, least... you saying it, it'd be at least nominated? Sure, sure, sure. But I don't think I don't think necessarily the best picture has to be the best cast. Yeah, I think it just works. No, true, it works more often than not though. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, so, it's, or at least like, it's not going to be. It's, it it doesn't. It's not going to be something other, that's crazy. Yeah, it doesn't give any other movies a chance to like have trying to win Oscars. That that's that's my biggest qu- thing with Oscars, and even the stunts works out for this because like then you get more action movies and block and like blockbuster movies that have opportunities to win Oscars. It makes it kind of levels the playing field in a sense where like casting categories like well the best picture nominees had the okay probably so had the best cast i'm looking it's at like the you're best not giving it the, the fast x even though they have you know crazy names on it you know what i'm saying yeah you're not giving but for example like the holdovers wouldn't win and it's nominated for no. best picture i don't even know if it'd get nominated like from this year i would say but i mean barbie would get nominated barbie oppenheimer poor things killers of the flower moon and that's probably out of the ones that are nominated. That would and be maybe it. American Fiction, like maybe, maybe, maybe but some I mean, names like, in there. It would just depend on like what they categorize as good casting. So I'm interested to see yeah, what, how that goes moving forward and seeing like what they're cat. Yeah, what qualifies as a a good cast, quote unquote. Yeah, yeah no, for sure. Um, so another kind of question that I had was Robert Downey Jr. came out that he had gone out for Scarecrow and Batman Begins. What would you have thought of a Robert Downey Jr. Scarecrow? Oh man, that's at a different time in his life too. Oh, I don't know. I I, I I'm gonna say no. I don't say no. Uh, I think like I don't, and, I and think, especially the one that Killian Murphy was. I really don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like I think Killian Murphy was well suited for that. No, nah, I think he would have been a great Harvey Dent. I think he would have been yeah. way better than Aaron Eckhart. Way better. Like for sure. I think he would have been a damn good Harvey Dent, but Scarecrow. Like he'd have had to get very eccentric with it and like be more of a doctor persona e, and that's not really him. Yeah, no, I like how <laughs> Killian Murphy did it, so I think like that it all ended up being. Yeah, it best. worked out for the best, and I mean, shit, he became Iron Man, so yeah. Uh, so talking the trailers, first two things I or first three things I want to mention since we are talking about Disney, 
there is a documentary coming out. It's called Quiet on Set. It goes. It talks about the Dan Schneider era of the Nickel- oh, Nickelodeon. Oh, I watched the trailer for that today. Who's the special? Do you know who the like the person that they said finally coming out, child star, never talked before? Do you know who that is? It's not Jeanette. Like it's not Jeanette. Jeanette she's she's definitely talk. coming yeah. out. Yeah. I don't um, even know if Jeanette's in the documentary. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. They why did mention. They did show Josh Peck's name in like one of them articles. Like I don't mm-hmm. when I was just watching and scrolling past. So it's like Josh Peck gonna talk, and this is pure speculation. Like I don't know who it is. That's what I'm interested in. Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking it's somebody like. I don't think it's a heavy yeah. hitter. I don't think it's gonna be like Ariana Grande. Like let's let's call a spade a spade. No, I'm I'm thinking like I'm trying to think. I don't remember all the ones he was on. Was did he just do iCarly? He did Zoe 101. I think it could be like one of the Zoe 101 cat. He did Drake and Josh. And like, I mean, like think about it. Like was Jamie Lynn Spears? Jamie Lynn Spears is probably like, oh yeah, it's time. It could be just, her. So like, it could be her. Damn. It could be her. That's yeah. that'd be my guess. That'd be crazy. Okay, um, so he did iCarly, Sam and Cat, Zoe 101, Victorious, Drake and Josh, The Amanda Show. It could be someone Ooh, from Henry it could Danger. Be Amanda Mines. It could it that'd be crazy. Could it be just someone from Henry Danger? Someone from Henry Danger, maybe. Like one of his later shows? Shit, it could be Victoria Justice. Could be. Or the girl who played her sister. Yeah, she's but she's talked before. Both her and uh oh, okay. Both her and the other one has talked. Uh the, the yeah. emo one. I can't think of her name. Jane, well, that yeah. was her character name, but her name Fine is uh, Elizabeth Gill- Gillies. Yeah, Fine ass. But, uh, anyway, on other kids' show, movie, that was my favorite was... one of all of them. By the way, I was a <laughs> her fan. I like. I was not a fan of Victoria or whatever her name was. Ariana, see, bro, can we have just a quick five second real talk of Ariana Grande? Bro, Ariana Grande did not look like she looks now back then, bro. And I did not see her transition in the look. At, I did not expect the girl that was on Victorious to look like Ariana Grande. I did not. Not at any point in time. She was always just the childish looking, like, little sister type on that damn show. I see, like, I don't know. I can remember because, like, I don't want to, like, get too deep on it. But, I mean, like. I you fucked with it, okay. I, you know, I always kind of saw her going the direction that she was going. And she went, looks wise, okay. Except okay. now, except you know, post SpongeBob, okay. Like her, you know, SpongeBob, her boyfriend. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Huh? Weird. I don't know. Weird, 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 weird. But yeah, so shout out to Elizabeth Gilly. She was a childhood fan. Of, I was a mm-hmm. child fan of hers. But, but yeah, in, in the in the Disney side of things, Moana two had a teaser. I didn't even realize they were doing Moana two. Uh, yeah, we knew that. Oh, I told you. I said because you remember that's why I was like, oh yeah, The Rock can't come back and fuck up WWE because he has to go be in Moana two in the live action Moana. Turns out he's doing all of them, baby. <laughs> he's doing all of them. <laughs> and he's and he's running the UFL. He's doing it all. Jesus, bro. God. Ugh, don't even get me started. He's he's lucky. I saw the press conference tonight. All right, shit on his ass tonight. But I'm not crashing out. I'm not crashing out. I digress. All right. Well, and he- then the other the other thing I wanted to mention before we go into the real trailers is the completely made up adventures of Dick Turpin. It's uh Noah Fielding, who is old Greg. 
he's the star of this English comedy about him and his like group of people who are are highway robbers in England trying to like you know hold up sage coaches and stuff for like in England. It's kind of it looks it looks silly and funny. It's on Apple TV, so that gives it a little bit of credibility to me. Oh, okay, okay. I might check it out if you if you say it looks good. Um, speaking of Apple TV and their credibility, one trailer that was out this week was Manhunt. It's a um, dramatic retelling of the um, John Wilkes Booth murdering Abe Lincoln. Mm. The aftermath, basically. Did that look good? Yes, it did look good. It it did look good. Um, you, all sorts of good people that you'll recognize in the cast and uh just it's a period piece about you know john wilkes booth on the run so you know it's exactly what you would think it is a little somewhere between you know a seriously good show and history channel oh (laughs) yeah it's like that's how everyone's dressed I got you. Yeah. So maybe not checking out this. But I mean, if people talking about it, I could be late on the yeah, wagon. Yeah. It's like one of those, like, got to wait and see on it. Because, like, if you, it's just a, another retelling of a thing that we've all seen on Drunk History and, uh, you know, History Channel shows. But it could, but it's going to be very well done because it is Apple TV and it looks, it looks more like John Adams, the HBO show. Mm, got you. Got you. With Paul right, Giamatti. Um, yeah. Um, so let's talk about another show on TV, uh, Paramount Plus, Knuckles. What did you think about the Sonic look, it, show? I, look, ever since, I got to give them credit. Ever since they changed how them things was going to look. Like, I, I can't even forget how fans, let me just go get, give a shout out to the fans. Sometimes the fans do the right thing when they bitch and complain and get shit changed. They bitched and complained about how Sonic looked, rightfully so. And now they have a franchise, bro. They have a booming franchise. I'm ready for Sonic and Shadow. Show all in. Jim Carrey said he might be done with acting post the Sonic shit. He feels it's his swan song. This is good shit. Like I am into it. So like, and then they did it Knuckles during Black History Month. Then they did Knuck if you buck. They know what they were doing. Knuckles is a black character. Yeah. It was just call a spade a spade. I fucked with it. I was in. I am in. It looked like the it the, Sonic did a really good job of towing the line between like being a, a kid's movie, but being interesting. Facts. And like and even making this knuckle show like look like it's gonna be a kid show, but it looks interesting. Like, it looks very much so interesting. And like well they got done, a franchise taken seriously, like that's all it needed to be. I agree. Um, so another streaming show is the regime coming out in March. It's Kate Winslet, she's playing like an ambassador of some country. Or not See, I feel like I, I feel like I'm not as high on this as you are. Because when you said watch the trailer, I watched it, I was like, huh, this is it's okay. You know, people who were, you know, heavy hitters in succession making this show, it seems like a mixture of like succession and beep. In a sense. Yeah. Like it, there's definitely some comedy elements, but it seems like it's serious stakes, real, real life stuff. So that's where I'm kind of interested in it. It looks like um, an interesting character for Kate Winslet. It's going to be interesting if she can pull it off. Like, I'm not too high on it. I don't want to be too negative. It's just like 
I need to see it to see if they pull me in. Because, like, the plot doesn't seem too interesting right now to me. It does. Yeah, the one negative I would say about the plot is, like, I don't like how Kate Winslet's character is basically being, like, manipulated by, like, this, like, terrorist this guy. guy yeah. Like, like, is he, and see, I don't even feel like he's a terrorist. I feel like he's a, a, a lover. <laughs> like, That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, like, and they're, like, lovers or whatever. But, and so she's like, yeah, I've, I like all the things he says about, like, killing people and smashing their faces. Like, mm-hmm. All right? No, I'm with um, you. So the last three trailers are all... I would say pretty good ones. Let's talk about Driveway Dolls first. Oh um, yeah, Margaret Qualley, Matt Damon, the Cohen movie, Feldstein, um, G- uh, Geraldine. I can't remember her last name, but the girl who just got cast in a Adebiri's place for Thunderbolts. Oh, She's, that's her. That's her. So, okay. um, yeah, it looks like a really interesting concept. Margaret Qualley's got a wild accent. It being like an Ethan Cohen film, like it just seems like Margaret Qualley's like, I'm gonna be Nick Cage. Look, it, it looks good, man. It looks like this could be Margaret Qualley getting in for an Oscar nom type of shit. Like she's yeah, she's, I mean, like, she's, she's going out there with the voice and everything. Yeah, I mean, we've seen the Coens do some really fantastic work. You know, obviously what Frances McDormand's been able to do in their com- comedic roles, like I think maybe she's seeing like, well, let me move in and show how I, how good of an actress I can be if I can do so many things. I haven't seen her do this before, so. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see. This This definitely had like a, I don't want to say a once upon the time in Hollywood vibe, but it, it kind of had that or a little true romance vibe, like. I mean, it feels like raising Arizona. Oh yeah, that's fair. That's a better that's a that's a better yeah. comparison. Yeah, it does. That's, that's but a little more, like. but a little more crime added to it. Yeah, like a, if Tarantino did like. But see, that's why I said true romance. Yeah. Have you seen? Yeah, like true. That it feels like true romance to me. But raising Arizona is a good like how it looks for sure. Yeah, because it's Ethan Cohen. Yeah. So. Um. Next is Love Lies Bleeding. Uh, Kristen Stewart. I don't know who that is that she's acting with. Um, oh, the bodybuilder. It, I don't know either. But yeah, damn, that movie. Um, but basically, good. Chris, Kristen Stewart is dating this bodybuilder who's played by. Um, I still can't even really see her name. Never mind. I think I think it's Katie O'Brien. Yeah, it's Katie O'Brien who is in The Mandalorian. Oh, as okay. the person who was, do you remember in the Mandalorian where there was the episode where they were only on Coruscant and it was the doctor? Only on Coruscant, is and like he was, doctor. he he was in the Empire Reformation program. This was in Mandalorian, wasn't it? You sure this wasn't Andor? Um, I know it wasn't Andor because it's in the Mandalorian verse. Because like basically. The actress that Katie O'Brien plays, who's in this movie Love Lies Bleeding, is a reformed imperial who's like working in the New Republic. Damn, don't remember her at all. Yeah, so I mean, like, she's in like, she's in the Mandalorian. She has appeared in in that verse, Um, but she plays the bodybuilder who starts dating Kristen Stewart and Kristen Stewart's dad played by Ed Harris is like some kind of lunatic killer. Yeah. <laughs> gun. He's like a gun runner. Yeah. 
And so <laughs> they end up working for him because I guess like he sees her as like some muscle that he can use. He's the competent and, version of uh, Samuel Jackson and Robert De Niro's character in Jackie Brown because they were very yeah. incompetent. He is competent. <laughs> so it looks like a really interesting sort of thriller. I'm in. I'm gonna watch it. Look, this looks hella good. This looks right up my alley. And shout out to Christian Stewart, man. Hopefully, but see, I'm gonna be pissed off if this movie's good, and then Kristen Stewart is retires from acting because they won't let her make the movie she wants to make. Like she said, if she can't make this next movie that she wants to make and direct it, she's quitting acting. She might just quit. No, it's gonna happen again. Well, I'm just letting you know. She's she's gonna she's gonna do whatever the thing is that she wants to do. She just needs to find the right person to sign the check. That's all right. I mean, she's powerful enough to be able to do do that. She might not sure be, that, man. There's people. Greta Greta Gerwig was an actress who found her way into like the thing. You know, we we haven't even proven yet that Bradley Cooper is like a star director and he gets nominated. He just gets Maestro. But he I mean, had. He job. I was about to say he had that but movie he, with him and Lady Gaga too. He he almost won did an he, Oscar. Did he direct that? Yes. He didn't direct that. Yes, I'm pretty sure that this is his first director nomination. Hell no! Hold on. Like hell no! He definitely directed that. Let me see. All I'm trying to say is like you know if you have money in Hollywood, I get you what can, you're you, saying. You I'm just saying it might done. be. I'm just saying it might be hard out here for her. We don't know. Like she may have trouble getting a studio to buy it, but I mean, all like, right, you can make it and take it to Cannes. Give me my props. Like... Stars born can't use Bradley Cooper as an example. Bradley Cooper made a Stars born. No, and he directed well, yeah. all the music videos for it. <laughs> well, there you go. I can't. I can't. I've, I've still never seen that movie, so that's probably why. I it's it's forgot. whatever. <laughs> He's got another movie he's been directing, but that's for another day. It's with Will Arnett. Oh my gosh. Okay. Anyway. Anyway, um, the last trailer we have is Quiet Place Three. Looks great. Looks great. And man, Lapita Nyong'o's facial expressions. I feel like they got the right people to make these. Wait, we can't talk faces. Like, oh man, Lapita under that car. I was like, how's she not squished? I was loving yeah. every part of that trailer, and I'm very interested to see. Oh boy, from Stranger Things. Since people aren't supporting Stranger Things this upcoming season, since we're, so I'll I'll watch him on this. Yeah, um, I think this is going to be a pretty good installment to the the Quiet Place area. A lot more action, which is looks know, better than the second lucky. one, the Killian Murphy yeah. one. Not that it was bad, but yeah, it wasn't bad. No, 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 I thought I thought if I had to rank it, it's one two, but it could be three. Th- it could be three one two, or one yeah. three two. Like three looks that good. It does. I mean, I feel like it's like the first that they're really giving um the a lot of times you get these monsters, like let's say like Cloverfield or uh even any of the zombie movies. You never really get a good take on like what that first event is like of something you've already seen established. Facts. So like now we're getting the chance to be like, okay, well that was a really cool universe. But now we're really gonna like instead of Learn showing you flashbacks. It. We're gonna like take you to an, an event, but like different from our characters completely. They which I think won is a good me. Move. There are two things that won me with the trailer: the clicker countdown from 467 days to day one when they did that and showed the perspective of that. 
And, bro, to see the Brooklyn Bridge burning and falling down, I was like, oh, this is epic. It's epic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it could, it could be that next big epic sci-fi movie. Could be. Too. Could be. Oh, I don't know if you have this on the list because, I mean, they just released six minutes. But I just want to say really quickly, Dune 2 looks fun. I watched that whole six minutes, mother. I watched them all. That six minutes of that movie looks incredible, man. Oh, Dune 2. I'm so back in. I was kind of off because, like, they pushed it back. I was like, uh, I wasn't feeling the hype like I was last year because last year that was my most anticipated movie. Gets pushed. Hype dies down. That six minutes pulled me right the fuck back in. I am hype. Chalamet gets on that, on that fucking worm. Start, uh, that shows badass. Yeah, maybe this is a a big year for sci-fi. It it looks like it might be. Looks like it might be. Um, so let's get into some of these other stories. So two of them are sports stories. First, Nick Saban's going to join College Game Day. I think that's pretty cool. Yes, tight. Um, I wish he and Belichick were going to were going to do their own Manning cast for, oh, but <laughs> I wouldn't. Belichick's not not nice enough. Nick's Nick's actually nice. <laughs> Uh, it, it would that would be the funny part. And Belichick, you know, he they say he might rumor is conspiracy theory is he's trying to coach the next expansion team because he met at the Pro Bowl. He talked to like five different players: C.J. Stroud. Uh, he talked to Stefan Diggs. He talked to like five different players that aren't on the same team, and people were like, "Hmm, what if he's conspiring to get those players to agree to be a part of the?" The uh the the um the expansion team, but I was like, there's no way Houston's giving up CJ Stroud. Like Belichick's crazy. He was just yeah. talking to him. But like the conspiracy theories, yeah, whenever they do an expansion team, Belichick's gonna be the coach. He's, he's trying to so old. Yeah, I know this would have to happen like next year. <laughs> like <laughs> this would have to happen like in two years for this plan to work. But if not, yeah, he's done. He should just be the the ghost coach behind his son. Oh, like, just draw help, things help for his, his son, climb yeah, up the ladder. Like, yeah, help his son, who's like and Washington's damn. defensive coordinator now. You know, and we like, would do a pod saying that, oh, Belichick got his son to where it was, and then when Belichick dies, his son sucks at coaching again. <laughs> be like, or see, is the best ever. So, well, he, he uh, it would have to. He would better be because if his if he sucked, be like, damn, your daddy coach for you, bro. <laughs> um. <laughs> And then the, the next sports story is that Fox Corp, Warner Brothers, Discovery, and Disney are set to launch a new I saw this. joint venture that will make all of their sports programming available under one single broadband roof uh, move that will put content from ESPN, TNT, Fox Sports on a, a new standalone app, um, which would shake up everything. That would. I don't know if that's good. I don't know. I mean, like, think about think about a streaming service that is legitimately just sports. We would have to pay for another one. Like, we would. Me and you would. But, like, they could probably, like, hold it over us and charge us out the ass to watch. Like, what if that's how we have well, to watch no, live I sports? Mean, it, it would be like that for some people. But for some people, it would take them off X, X, and X. Like, mm. a lot of people I know are like, oh, yeah, I only have, you know, Paramount Plus to watch certain soccer or mm. or to see or to, a lot of people i know who are in the sec area are not going to renew their paramount plus subscription because they don't have 
CB- to use the it SEC to watch CBS man. anymore because the SEC's not on there. So, you know, it people buy other streaming services based on the sports packages they have. That's why but this ESPN isn't. Or but that's also, why, um, Netflix wants to get in on it. This is just Fox basketball and ESPN. It would be. It would. It would basically be a lot of the NBA. Because it would be all of the NBA. Yeah, facts. That's all they have. Oh, and all of the NHL. And it would be really a lot of baseball. A lot and all of baseball. It would be yeah. pretty much everything that's not football. Yeah, that's, f- football. Would you would just have? You'd have Monday Night Football and like a, a Fox coverage. And right. then, like, same thing for college football. You'd have the SEC, who is now at ESPN, and then, like, whatever Fox covers. Right. Damn. Honestly, you might not be any need to watch CBS. Does CBS still carry March Madness? Like, if it does, then that's what it's yes. going to be for. Yeah, that's that's their crown and jewel. But if I'm the NCAA, I'm, I would try to sell to these people. Right. So, I mean, it, it's going to be a really big deal in the sports world if that ends up Yeah, happening. that's huge. That's huge. Cannot um, lie. So HBO is developing another Game of Thrones spinoff series. It's partnering with Mats and Tomlin. Our guy. Who, um, yeah, as we've said before, has been involved with the Batman part one and two. Uh, he is set to direct um, the... Wait, no, my bad. He is set to write the Aegon's Conquest prequel. Um, which is basically a direct prequel from House of Dragon telling the story of the Targaryen's bloody and brutal conquest of Westeros. Um, follows Aegon Targaryen, who conquered the continent of Westeros with his sister wives, uh, Rhaenys and Visenya, and their dragons. Um, that would be hot. Be Aegon big. successfully unified the six six of the seven kingdoms in just two years, with only Dorne able to successfully resist. That could be big. I'd watch that shit. That that sounds more interesting than House of the Dragons. Yeah. Like, so, honestly. Yeah. So I think that's going to be the next good thing. I th- Game of Thrones has just kind of established itself. Like, George R. R. Martin did such a good job, like, writing a lore before so much, yeah. That it's just, like, plug and play. Get the money, plug and play, tell a story. Yeah, just could pick whichever part of the world you want. You have like ten, like thousands and thousands of years. Just pick like whichever you just, want that and timeline. It's just, and it's just fully fleshed out. Yeah, true. It's fully fleshed out. That's crazy. George, um, I know you wish George Lucas would have. Oh yeah, I mean, I think anyone who has any sort of franchise would have wanted that. It's yeah. great. Yeah, his, um, so he, Denzel, HBO got a good one with them. Yeah. Uh, Denzel and Spike Lee are reuniting for their fifth film together. I, uh, the I, first since 2006, Inside Man. Um, Apple Original Films and A24 are partnering on High Low, which will be released theatrically by A24. Um, and it's a thriller, which starts production this year. And it's an English language reinterpretation of Akira Kurosawa's crime thriller of the same name. Um, the 1963 film starred Toshiro Mifune um, Fune, and was based yeah. on Mifune, okay. And was based on Ed McBain's novel, King's Ransom, which chronicles the ruin of a businessman following a ransom payment to kidnappers. Hey, this is going to be good. Hilo, not one of my favorite Kurosawa movies, but it's not bad. Like, it's not in my, like, top three. But it's it's probably be in top six, top seven. And for Denzel and Spike to do this, 
as long as it goes better than Old Boy for Spike, because Spike's rendition of Old Boy wasn't that good. But if Denzel and him could get this going, I could get down with that. Yeah, I think this this would be a good one. A twenty four Apple. Yeah, definitely. May not be like an Oscar winner, but I mean it's gonna be like a could be film. though. Could be. It could be. Like it could be Denzel's next big hit. He hasn't had one yeah. in a while. Little things was ass. <laughs> so um, well, so we'll see. We'll see if that, how that goes. Um, so Oscar-nominated actors Margot Robbie and Colin Farrell are said to star in A Big Bold Beautiful Journey. Um, it's from Pachinko and After Yang director Koganata, who will direct the script. And it's written by the menu writer Seth Reese. Um, it's, uh, they haven't released any major plot details, but mm-hmm. the film is described as an imaginative tale of two strangers and the unbelievable journey that connects them. So you can only imagine. It sounds like a love movie. I was about to say, out of all the next big movies you're about to talk about, this one's at the bottom of the bunch for me. Right. It's just, you know, have to mention it because Margot Margo is in it. I'm calling, Colin yeah. Farrell. And, um, you know, it seems like a, a good team behind it, but it doesn't seem so interesting at the moment, but we have no plot details. Yeah, that could change. So Bullet Train director David Leach is in talks to direct the new Jurassic World film that will Gosh. release next summer. I'm so, so sick of those damn movies. Like, I like David Leach, but like, ugh, the dinosaur world needs to just end. Unless he has a good take. But we say that every time. Everybody's like, oh, I have a great take on Jurassic Park. You're just doing what Steven Spielberg did over. Just doing it over. The only person in the past Jurassic World series that had a good take on it was the middle one and people hate on it which one's the I mean, middle was... one exactly, Damn, exactly. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know yeah Frick. Um, is that, the first one wasn't and, bad the first and get, don't and don't get me wrong i'm not saying that that's a great movie it's not a great movie but it's a, the most interesting spin is that when they went to america it was they were in america and it was basically like someone was like black market selling velociraptors Oh, and it was running in the houses and, and, and shit. And so it was like it was like a horror movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That one wasn't bad. It wasn't good, but it wasn't bad. That wasn't bad. Um, um Alana Heim and Tiana Taylor board Paul Thomas Anderson's next film that we've uh, talked about before that is gonna star Leo DiCaprio, Regina Hall, and Sean Penn. Um also rapper Shina McHale, whose name is Jungle Pussy. She will also be in the movie. Did you forget Wood that. Harris? The, the God, the icon, Wood Harris. He's also. Oh, the- I, I guess it, it, it slipped by me on when I was reading it. But yeah, Wood Harris, Wood Harris. Man said jungle could- pussy before Wood Harris. What's wrong with you? Well, I don't I even know. To, I don't I even know. I don't who- figure out- I don't know who that is. Jungle pussy was. Oh, no, because, like, they made such a big point pussy. about it. When I when I read the article, they were like, yeah, this the rapper, Jungle Pussy. She's now I got to go type in Pussy. See, this is not going to work out for me. Try, type type in, in her name. Type in, Sh- I'm Shana not a McHale. pussy. Type it in jungle pussy. <laughs> See, it was coming. <laughs> I'm <ain't> scared. <laughs> fuck no, I don't know who this is. Ah, uh, People going to say maybe I'm too old. No, I don't know who the fuck this is. Jungle pussy. I ain't never heard none of this shit before. <laughs> But I know who Wood Harris is. That I do know. 
Oh man, hey PTA, PTA movie just jumped up. Like this is sounds like he's giving us a black movie, a black people movie. That's real. Actually, I was starting to think. I was starting to think. I was like, I mean, you're bringing, you know, you're bringing Regina Hallwood Harris, Tiana Taylor. Like, I'm digging this. What, what, I'm digging this. Hey, people, people were saying PTA movies were a little too white. He said, all right, bet. All right, bet. <laughs> 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 they really did criticize him, though, after Licorice Pizza. They were like, how are you married to a black woman? And you have zero black people in your movie. He had like two. Wes Anderson has zero, though. I'll, I'll, I'll agree with that. Wes Anderson, zero. Except Jeffrey Wright. That's the only black guy he works with. But PTA had some. Now, this should sound fire. I don't know what it is, but I'm into it. Yeah. Um, Brad Pitt is going to be in Tarantino's next I'm film. I'm into this. They expected that. The crit. I didn't expect it. I didn't know who he was going to choose. He, I don't think that's foregone. He's in talks to Star. So, I mean, we don't know, but I mean, he's like, doing it. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's doing it. Like, he might, yeah, after this, that, he might be Tarantino's like number one guy after this. Yeah. I mean, like, he's he's been with Tarantino. The movie um, critic, ugh. The movie critic, yeah. So Naomi Watts, Ty Sheridan, Michael Imperioli, and Norman Reedus are set to star in a psychological drama called The Housewife. Um, it is based on a true story from 1964. The Housewife follows a determined young New York Times journalist, played by Sheridan, as he tracks down a potential Nazi officer living secretly in Queens. But when he befriends the suspect's elegant and charming wife, played by Naomi Watts, the implications of his investigation become more unsettling. So is Norman Reedus the Nazi? Because it's I'm not Micro Imperioli. It's not him. Yeah, I'm, I'm figuring Micro Imperioli is gonna be like his boss at the newspaper, something like that. Okay. All right. Yeah. This. I mean, look. We'll see if Ty Sheridan can pull it off. He's out of kids' movies now. He's, he's getting into big boy shit. It just makes me think of the Hunters. Oh, or Hunters or whatever. That yeah, like like a more a more serious version of Hunters. Yeah. He's not gonna be hunting anything. He's just like. Right, he's about hunting. It. He's hunting down. Oh, I guess yeah, yeah, true, true, true. Send out a story. He's trying to say Nazis are among so Americans. It's, it's more like Tokyo Vice. That yeah, facts, facts, big facts. So that could be fire. Um, Dave Bautista is a guy's next action movie. It's oh. a post-apocalyptic adventure story called Afterburn. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson is also aboard. It is set 10 years after a solar flare has wiped out technology across the globe. Bautista will play ex-soldier Jake, who works as a treasure hunter, recovering valuable objects. And he is set to recover the Mona Lisa for an unhinged warlord. Mm. Or before so, an unhinged warlord gets there first. Dave, I hope this is good because me and Schubert have been saying you have better movies than The Rock and Cena. This sounds like a Rock movie. Not going to lie. This does not sound like a Dave it's, Bautista movie. This sounds like a rock movie. This can maybe even be a Cena movie, like early Cena. Not not Cena now, but like Cena like two, three, four years ago. Yeah. Sounds like him in the rock. Hopefully this is good. Yeah, I don't think I don't think it's um his gonna be his best work. No, it doesn't sound like it. It does Uh, not sound like it. Amy Adams is in negotiations co-star with Jenna Ortega and Sony's three um Sony's Clara and the Sun which Taika Waititi will direct. Uh, Clara and the Sun tells the story of Clara, played by Ortega, who is an artificial friend designed to prevent loneliness. And Clara is purchased by a mother, Amy Adams, and a bright teen named Josie, 
who adores her new robot companion but suffers from a mysterious illness. This is the story of Clara's quest to save Josie from those who love her from heartbreak and how in the process Clara learns the power of human love. Did not this, did we not just talk about this with that crazy bird movie last week? I was see this is why we pod together. I was about to say this sounds just like that fucking um shit we talked about last week with Julia Louis Dreyfus, but instead of a fucking robot, it's a talking ass bird. They like they just th- those are the same movies to me. I'm not watching this it's shit. The exact same movie. Like that that is the exact same except it, instead of being magic. This one is sci-fi. Like, ugh, trash. Put it in the dump. Um, The next story that we have is interesting because it unites some names that I never thought I would read in the same sentence. Pamela Anderson, Jamie Lee Curtis, Dave Bautista, Brenda Song, Kierna Shipka, and Billy Lord are set to star in, in The Last Showgirl, directed by Gia Coppola. Uh, the film follows a seasoned showgirl who must plan her future when her show abruptly closes after a 30-year run. As a dancer in her 50s, she struggles with what to do next. As a mother, she strives to repair a strained relationship with her daughter, who often took a back seat to, the, to her showgirl family. Damn, is Pamela Anderson trying to act? Is, it, it, Pam, like- is it Pam Anderson? Like, I don't think it's it's... Brenda Song, Jamie Lee, or any of these other people. I think it's Pam Anderson and Kieran Shipka and Billy Lord are probably the one, children? either one of them or her, her her daughter. Yeah, and I feel like Jamie Lee's Pamela Anderson's mom. Maybe. Or like the madam. But I also feel like Dave Batista's the club owner. He's definitely the club owner. Yeah, so. But, oh right, yeah, this could be good. I just don't know how well Pamela Anderson can act, you know? That's the question. I think this is a better movie for Bautista than whatever the trash it was earlier. Yeah, facts. I agree. I agree 100%. Because even if Pam Anderson can't act, this is still Dave doing something that's like prestige. Different. Yeah, like that, that's that's fire. So um, so Bryce Dallas Howard and Orlando Bloom will lead an all-star cast of Prime Video's UK original movie called Deep Cover. Uh, the British action comedy will feature Sean Bean, Nick Muhammad, Ian McShane, Patty Constantine, and uh, Sonoya Mizuno. According to its official description, Deep Cover sees three improv actors hired by the police to help stage low-level stings. Their instinct is to always say yes without breaking character. Um, leads them deep inside London, the London criminal underworld. That's that funny. Seems- that's pretty funny. That seems like America's gonna rip this off in like give or take five years after it comes out if it's good. And just like the uh, office I mean, UK, the office. Like like it sounds pretty good, but can Orlando Bloom still act? Who knew? <laughs> the last thing I saw him in was that shitty ass fairy show with uh Cara Delano, yeah. Who doesn't act either anymore. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. I don't know. So I, we'll I like I like the supporting cast better than I like the top and i like bdh shout out to bryce dallas howard yeah 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 bryce dallas howard would be cool nick muhammad would be cool sean bean ian mcshane patty constantine sign me up like you know yeah sure sure i'm with you on that uh anyway lamore morris from new girl and dylan o'brien are among those who are said to play original saturday night live cast members in jason reitman's feature snl 1975 
Um, Morris is said to play Garrett Morris, while O'Brien has landed the role of Dan Aykroyd. Additionally, Corey Michael Smith, who is from Gotham. Yeah, the Riddler. He, he will play Chevy Chase in the film, which Matt Wood is joining as, as John Belushi. This is going to either be really good or really bad. No in between. If Dylan's on there, it makes me feel a little bit better. Can Dylan be Dan Aykroyd? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, Lamar Morris. All right, yeah, dude's funny. I don't know if the Riddler dude is funny as Chevy. And I don't know who the other two are. Unless so. they're trying to show the dark side of Chevy. Oh, yeah, if they are. Or trying to show the dark side of all of this shit. Could be. Yeah. Could be. But I can't imagine anyone doing the dark side of Chevy Chase while Chevy Chase is still around. Yeah. Unless he has no say in the show. You know, he could not have no say in it. So, But now we get to the renewed, canceled ending portion of the show. Um, Everything is all renewed this week. Percy Jackson renewed for season two. Traders is renewed for season three. And Animal Control, before its season two premiere, has already been renewed for season three at Fox. What was animal control? That was the Joel uh, McHale. oh yeah, <laughs> that was the Joel McHale sh- show. Shit was I, right. but Percy Jackson hype for hype for season two. Season one ended well. I saw a, a leaked episode of it. Like it was on talk, so I saw it. That <laughs> was pretty tight. Shout out to Aries. Aries was great as Aries. Yeah, no, he he was good as Aries. So um, the kids were good. Um, and get it yeah. now. Okay. Let them grow up into the roles. They'll by the time Percy Jackson's a teen, that's just gonna be fire. For sure. So but like I mean, Walter I'm, gets I'm a little it. taller. Walter Scoble gets a little hair on his chest. Yeah, I'm in, I'm into it. I'll that's that's when I'm gonna jump in heavy. I'm gonna be honest with you. I I, I don't really want to watch the Sorcerer's Stone Chamber okay. Secrets as like a man that's turning thirty. I kind of want to just watch Goblet of Fire on. So I'm gonna just wait a little. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep up to date what's going on, and then when Walter get a little hair on his chest and his voice get deep, that's why I'm coming back in. I'm gonna be in. I'm gonna be in at that point. But until then, I'm gonna just watch from a from a distance. Like I'm I'm not at the movie theater. I'm like on the fields on the outside, sitting on the hill, like glimpsing at the drive. No, I'm not okay. there. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Um, but yeah, the only other thing in that group that I'm excited about is that traders will be back and they hope they just get it. Nah, yeah, same. Continue to have good casts. Yeah, as long as they have good um, cast, it'll work. So now we're at movie on the rise. Nice. It's that time of the show where we give you one movie or TV show that's out or coming out this week that we think you should watch. What you got what you got this week? I mean, it's pretty easy for you know, I kind of speak for both of us here with Tokyo Vice. Oh yeah, and, um, facts. Fast. And then Abbott, Element- then Abbott Elementary is back with a 40-minute premiere episode. Let's see if this show comes out before our next episode. Oh, it might. I'm going to wait to see it then. It comes out next Thursday, so mm. what I'm hype about. The Vin- the Vince yeah. Staples show. Oh, yeah. I have, yeah. I've saw the trailer for that. It looks good. That shit looks good, so that's what I'm hyped for. But yeah, this week is all about Tokyo Vice. Yep. Uh, so how are we wanting to do the Nickelodeon? You want to just do pick five? Yeah, we just pick. We just pick. Uh, let's pick. Let's pick six. Just to just pick six an even number. We'll pick six. One has to be a live action. You got to have one live action. 
And you got to have multiple live action. Well, I'm just saying okay. that's I'm just saying a rule. You got to have one live action in one game show. Oh, OK. Yeah. In one game show. So, all right, let me uh go to the coin flip app. I don't have a coin buddy. Coin flip. And so, like, as you're getting the coin flip app, as a clarification, that counts like anything that was with guts, right? I mean, not guts, but yeah, well, guts, the channel guts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, all right. Facts, facts. All right. Gas, uh, gas. That's what it's called. Yeah, it's called so the show is called Guts. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna let you get your shit off, I was, but I'll, yeah, so the show is called Guts, Global Guts. And then there's this TV show's gas, the channel. So, the all right, what you want? Gas. Heads or tails? Tails. Tails. Let's see. Ooh, came up his heads. All right. So, we'll do, I wanna, do I want to pick first? Do I want the turn? No, I want the turn. I'll take, I'll turn. take, I'll take the L of not getting the top Nickelodeon show to get the two next best. Oh, well, I mean, like, I, the one clarification is like, are we including Avatar in this, or are we saying like that's what I was? That's what Avatar. I was gonna take the. Uh, that's what I was gonna take the L on. I was okay with taking the L then, because like, yeah, okay, well then I'll just take Avatar and you can go ahead. Okay, if, all if right. That's, if that's how it's going. That's what I assumed you were doing. All right, all right. I didn't. I didn't know if we were even gonna do it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I was gonna take it if you weren't. All right, well, then that's fine. We'll just take Avatar then. Okay, so I don't know if you're going to take this. So the first thing I'm taking is my heart. It's my heart. And see, oh, man, I don't even know. God damn it. So you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going back to back. All that. Keenan and Kel. I just had to get I just had to get them. I just had to get Keenan. I didn't know if I took all that. Would that mean you took Keenan and Kel? I knew if I took Keenan and Kel, you were definitely going to take all that. So I had to just... That's, that's true. I just had to just get them both. Keenan and Kel was the heart, but all that. I mean, the first kid sketch comedy, like, that shit was great. Like, way above its time. Gave us Drake, Amanda Bell, Jot. Gave us everyone. Literally everyone. Nick Cannon. Like, think about that. Nick Cannon was on fucking all that. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. So it, I had to was- get it. Yeah, all that is the greatest, one of the greatest kids shows ever because it took what something that was successful in the adult world, a sketch comedy show, and, and turned like, it yeah. to kids, and all, but but also kept up with the iconic musical guests. Yeah, always it like had musical guests that kids would love. Yeah, so it, it was a top tier program. I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, but I guess moving into me. Um, I I would go ahead and just because we're doing live action stuff, the best live action show that it wasn't all that was the Amanda show. Fair, same that, concept. Yeah, fair, fair, fair. That was great because of because of same concept. It was a sketch comedy show. It started people's careers. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, Amanda Bynes was just like, you know, one of the stars of all that, and was able to carry her own show. Facts, it, you know, she. It it was so interesting about it that they had not only sketches that people like relied on and loved, but it also had its own scripted <laughs> show in it. I was about the to say Moody's point thing. I was about to say, um, see the where Keenan and Kel was a scripted show, like one thousand percent. Amanda's show was like a, all that mixed with like her own show inside of Dawson's Creek. <laughs> yeah, it was weird, bro. But like I fucked with it though, like. 
Amanda show top tier. Glad you got that. Like real shit. That's a that's one that I'm glad got drafted because it's up there. Yeah. Um, the second one I would I would go ahead and say is uh, I'll just take Drake and Josh too because the same Fair. difference. I feel you. Yeah, and you they kind of carried they kind of carried that middle section from like the Keenan and Kel Amanda show time to what we were talking about with Disney Channel. So like it was you know the last great um, live action before Disney picked it picked up. I mean, which you know credit Disney they did have good stuff at that point too but I mean like Drake and Josh was iconic you came to school every day to talk quoting Drake and Josh that's true so. all right I gotta go I gotta go since you have Avatar I gotta give me an action show let me get Danny Phantom with this next pick gotta get the ghost boy like for for guys a lot of you know cartoons you don't you get some so there's 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 some guy cartoons out there on Nickelodeon I would say like well, no, I'd say it was mixed. I would say Disney Channel. Disney Channel had more, I would say, girl-inspired cartoons. And live action. And live action, where, where Nick gave us some. And Danny Phantom was one of those. It was great. Loved it. Going ghost. Like, loved how they mixed uh, superheroes with, like, fucking Ghostbusters with the, the little right. cat that locks them in. So, that show was great. Yeah, um, had good lore. Did, had great lore. See, I don't think you're going to take my game show, so I'm not tripping on getting my game show right now. I think I'm going to go for the double animation hit. Oh, damn. All right, so this is my fourth. I'll have two picks after this, so I have to really cut down what animated show I wanted. All right, so I got Danny. That's good. All right, F it. Yeah, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. Uh, Let me get... Just, just go with what you had fun with, Lyndon. I'm, let me get Hey Arnold. Let me get Hey Arnold. Next pick. Hey Arnold was great. Football head. I had to do it. I was torn between two. I didn't know what to do. So let me just get Hey Arnold. Let me lock it in. Damn. One of the best. Yeah. It was uh, It was one of the only shows when I was growing up that my mom was like, yeah, I'll watch this one with you. Like It was the only one that like. Had adult themes. It did. Had a, a very adult themes that go over your head. It was like one of the be- one of the better written shows of that that time. I agree. Um, I feel like uh, that was for a me. Big... I'm, I'm gonna do two animated that really kind of hit on high school. Oh, okay. Um, I thought that Doug was you know Damn. essential, essentially yeah. great. Was able to carry its own animated movie, which I believe is how Rugrats ended up. They have Nickelodeon was like confident that like okay if Doug the movie can like boom then I think we can do Rugrats we can do Wild Thornberrys we can do all that okay so Doug was like one of the biggest Nick shows that ever was I agree and I agree it was so great. much so that Disney it was, that Disney, Disney bought it yeah it. facts yeah. see you you had me confused when you said you're going high school twice I thought you were about to take something I was gonna cry I was gonna cry oh, but yeah, then I, I remembered but I remembered that's a Disney show. Okay, what was what was it gonna be? I thought you were gonna take Fillmore, and I was gonna just oh, uh, yeah, I, I was gonna was cry. I was about that's to be middle like, school. Did, did I middle pick school. Hey Arnold over Fillmore? But then I was like, mm. oh no, that's Disney. Oh man, all right, go ahead with your pick. I was I was the, the sad. Other, the other one is as told by Ginger, which was the oh, first, nice, nice. which was like one of the only animated shows on Teen Nick. Yeah, it was. That was very um, much so. 
That was Degrassi, like, but animated, bro. Like it was, really like, anim- it was like it really was like animated Degrassi, and like you know, it. I think it was a very defining show for a lot of people um, growing up, trying to figure out. Um, you know, it, it, it's it's Question. a very good screenshot. So wait, you're counting Teen Nick? You're counting Teen Nick? That happened. So I mean, oh my gosh, that just changed. That just changed my draft, ladies and gentlemen. You did your two picks, right? Yeah. That just changed my draft. That changed my entire draft. I forgot. A, so noggin counts, correct? Um, I don't know. No, noggin's Teen Nick. Uh, I I suppose. Like, are you talking about the one where Negrassi was on it? That was Negrassi came on Nick. That just changed my entire draft. It just changed. I mean, my entire it, draft. Now I cannot take fairly odd parents in my game show and, and just sleep at peaceful and because and, I'm leaving rock and power on the board. But if if Teen Nick counts in the can we just say it doesn't? Can we just say Degrassi well, doesn't about, count? Because if Degrassi well, counted, that should have been a number one pick on my behalf. I'm sorry. Well, I'm, talking about, I'm talking about the, the teen Nick that was like, you know, Drake and Josh were considered teen Nick. Like there was once it got past seven o'clock central that's the- it was team nick oh, but i mean like i'm talking about on the on the normal nickelodeon channel like i'm telling you like oh, as told by ginger was in the team nick section of nickelodeon when before we even had access to that team nick channel so that's why i'm because like okay team nick this thing correct right was on in 2009 degrassi was on this show it was. Oh, yeah, that just changed that changed everything, bro. Changes everything with my draft. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take Degrassi now. Let late, late. Degrassi, next generation. Oh my gosh. I can sleep great at night knowing that I missed out on fairly odd parents, Jimmy Neutron, because I pulled Degrassi. Now the question is: which game show do I take from you? I am I'm not taking. Legends of the Hidden Temple. I'm just going to let that be known. Not taking Legends. Oh, okay. I think I'm going to take the one that I wanted to be on most with my family. Because oh. I don't I don't think yeah. I had an interesting enough person. Like, I would love to take Figure It Out. I also thought the host was kind of, kind of cute back in the gap. But I didn't have a good enough skill to be like, hey, let these teen Nickers and these Nick actors figure out what I do. But I love that show. I'm not going to count Slime Time Live because, you know, Slime Time Live, that's like a game show. It came down to Guts and Double Dare. And I don't know if I'd have did good on Guts. So I'm going with Double Dare. 2000! 2000! The the updated one. Fuck that old school shit that looks trash. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Double Dare 2000. That shit was gas. I wanted to be on it so bad. That's what I'm taking. Finishing the draft with Degrassi. Double Dare. Earlier picks, Keenan Kell, all that. Hey, Arnold and Danny Phantom. I feel like I got a good Nick draft. Yeah, I guess. So, so I started with Avatars and I had, you know, Doug and as told by Ginger, Drake and Josh and Amanda Show. So the, the last one and just figure it out. Oh, you take I mean, it? it. That's the one, because bro. It, like, figure out was great. It, was, it had, you know, like you said, everyone had a crush on Summer Sanders. That's, for That's sure. her name. Oh, Summer Sanders. She was great. Uh, but she was a great host. Incredible. It was like the first ever like kids game show that everyone really got invested in. That was like that was like your Jeopardy, your Wheel of Fortune. Facts, you know? yeah. Well, you had to guess and, like, what the kid could do. 
you had to guess what the kid could do. You had like the blanks. It was funny. Mm-hmm. There was slime. I love that and show. Seeing people get slimed was hilarious. It was like Nickelodeon did a really good job of like introducing kids to like a kid's Ad- reality space. Yeah, like, like this w- is like adults, but like, everything adults like, but kids versions of it. And honestly, exactly. I think I think for drafting purposes, I could admit you got the better game show. I just think I got the game show that the one that I wanted to be like, I legitimately begged my mom for her, my brother, my dad to go on double their 2000, but they never wanted to fucking do it. And it was whack. I always was like we would win. We would win. But figure it out objectively. I think it's a better game show. I do. I love that show. I love that fucking yeah, show. Yeah, I think I think object objectively it is, but I think everyone kind of has their own favorites because I think there's people out there who like really like guts and like that really are probably like pissed off we Temple. didn't take Legend of the Hidden Temple. I'm just like that. I chose guts like, before that one. I'm just keeping it a and, stack. And like they're really great shows. The agro like, Craig. But like if 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 is it okay for me to be critical about those two shows in terms of like why I would have picked the two that we picked over them? Legends of the Hidden Temple, if you get a wrong episode, it's boring. Yeah, it is facts. You're right. And, and it's just frustrating <laughs> that like these people are so stupid. <laughs> and like it's and it's not based on anything. Like it's you, not. You know, they they could the producers, whenever they want, could just like have the dude hop out. So it's just like, it's just like, it, it you know. And then the questions are so goofy, and you have to like listen to the story. And you're oh Mac, like, I don't oh, care shit. about I, the fucking temple run. I hated. I, like at least guts want, was real. Guts was real. Right. Guts was real, and it had an international aspect. It was basically like global guts. Yes, I, I fucked with global guts. I agree. I always was like, let's go Team America. But when like those other teams would beat us, I was like, fuck. <laughs> Having me as a like kid, that. care about my natural pride. <laughs> yeah. So so yeah, guts was really cool. The only the only thing about guts is that it ended so soon. Like, I Max. wish we could have gotten a Guts and, like... We should have got Guts 2000. Yes! Right. Yes! <laughs> it, it sucks that it was only that generation. I agree. That's now, I will about. say, I don't think it's a game show now that I'm thinking about it, because when you say Nick put mm-hmm. us in an adult reality, but the kid version, I think you're 100% right. Slime Time Live was basically TRL. Yeah, Slime Time Live was TRL. <laughs> like, I would have chose Slime um, Time Live, but that's not a game show. That That's TRL. <laughs> Figure it out was your game show. Double Dare was like your other your family game yeah, show. Like, and like the thing about Figure It Out and uh, Double Dare that was so great was the announcers announcing the prizes. Yeah, yeah, it like, made you really want to be on the show. And, and little Timmy in the audience is getting a brand new N sixty four with, or he gets to go Donkey to Kong. He gets to go to the Nickelodeon Resort in Universal. <laughs> like I would I always love that. love that shit. And I'm like, oh my gosh. I want to go and be in the audience so I can get a, a t-shirt or whatever the hell. Yeah, facts, facts. God, figure out was yeah. great. All that shit was great. Yeah. So I, I will say, if I didn't, if I didn't have the realization of Teen Nick and take Degrassi, I would have been. I'd have probably taken Fairly Odd Parents. I think it's criminal that Fairly Odd Parents went undrafted. I think it's criminal that SpongeBob went undrafted. Even though I wouldn't have chosen SpongeBob, me personally, because you know I don't like that. I also think people are going to think it's criminal, criminal that Zoe 101 didn't get taken. No, I think people would accept the fact that we took Drake and Josh over Zoe 101. 
All right. Uh, Dragon Josh Kit- is arguably the best Schneider show. But I also, mean, also, I think we kind of showed our age a I'm little bit in this show. Like, I think we did going with like the Amanda Bond show, Drake and I, I, I think me going all that Keenan and Kel just set the precedent of where we are age wise. With you going Amanda Bond, Drake and Josh, that's the end of our era. All of them came well, I, from that, that like, section. I'm sorry, but cartoons are a dime a dozen. But fair what, Nickelodeon, what Nickelodeon did creating like a kids network, yeah, was unreal. They had news, they had game shows. I think they I think that's sports. what we really nailed with this draft like, is that Nickelodeon did a damn good comedy. job of doing, like you said, and I think they you had nailed drama. it, giving us the adult version, the kid versions of the adult shows. Like I, I I'm just realizing they had me. I was yeah. locked. That shit was great. And like once it got into the SpongeBob era. Yeah, really. it fell and off. Fell it, off. It started oh, to fall off. It fell off. SpongeBob, so, Jimmy Neutron, Sally, I fell the fuck off. Like, all, all, all of them good shows in their own right, but like they weren't. They, they weren't, weren't doing what we sort of yeah. mold at this point. But that was because TV became more accessible to everyone. So you didn't have to have. So Nickelodeon didn't have to do it all for everyone because you could do. You could watch. Yeah, real Network, game shows. Or yeah, you could watch. Disney, like they, they had to switch up their programming. It it sucked. That was the era. You're absolutely yeah. right. Cause then we and then they switched to the the Zoe 101, iCarly, and only playing SpongeBob. Like what the fuck was that? Talk about a dead era. Talk about a dead era, bro. People would just watch reruns of SpongeBob that we watched. And then fucking their live action. That shit was I was long gone. Yeah, I mean that I, point. I guess I'm I'm speaking a little too general because, like, you know, each time in the era that was sprinkled in, because of course Avatar was in the SpongeBob era. Oh yeah, that got me back yeah. for a little bit for sure. But it wasn't Nick but, wasn't my primary at that time. Like, I can't say it was my primary during Avatar. I would switch. It really was for Avatar because of Avatar that yeah. people would watch. Like the only thing that got me watching Nickelodeon in that time period was Avatar and the, um, the crossovers. Oh, okay. Like I, I watched like the Jimmy Timmy. Yeah, same. The Power Hour. Yeah, facts, facts, facts. But that's it. And like maybe Danny Phantom would pull me every once in a while. It'd pull me. But like I was mainly on Cartoon Network watching that gas or watching live action fire on Disney. So, you know, Nick had us that for that for that mini era. They did run shit for a minute. But yeah, so anyone who listens to this podcast or. You, you can tweet at us about your thoughts or you can comment if you're li- listening on YouTube. Yeah, uh, facts. Oh, what, definitely want to know what the YouTube community in the in the in the comments. Yeah, and, and follow the rules. One live action, one game show. Makes it difficult. You gotta have at least one. Yeah. So love to see those comments and we'll probably shout some out if we see some good lists in the next episode. So let, let everyone know what's going on with the Brosier Thing Network as we wrap up. Oh, yeah, we got um, uh, if you haven't checked out the draft for the Super Bowl leading up drafting our anime characters as as a, a football team, which anime characters we have on our football team. We did a video that's out on YouTube. Uh, check out the most recent episode of the One Piece reviews. We'll have the newest one out as well as anime talk and the latest Bros. Who Think podcast. So but um, everything's pretty you much going to be mentioned out. the draft, too. huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The draft was the yeah. first thing I mentioned. Yeah, yeah, make sure you you check that out, especially if you're listening to this before the Super Bowl, as we Facts. Uh, get everything wrapped up in the football world. Who you think is gonna win? 
who I think is going to win. I think um, probably the Chiefs. Yeah, that's what I'm going with. Not going to lie to you. Patrick Mahomes, I want to see it. I want to see him break Brady. I do. Is that bad? Like, he doesn't have to win. Like, if he wins this year, he doesn't have to win next year. He could take, like, two, three years off. Then come back and break Brady. Like, I want to see it happen. But if he wins six straight, I'm not tripping. Like, I'm not. Let's be real, though. Weird for his wife's story about Sports Illustrated swimsuit to come out. Three days before, or three or four days before the Super Bowl. Wait, what happened? I'm, I'm, I'm not in the loop. What happened? Oh, Brittany the, Mahomes, she's going to be in the next swimsuit issue. Bro, I swear, I swear on the fucking cross. Excuse my language. To, to if you believe in a religion, I'm sorry, I just did that. But I swear, his fucking family can just not. Chill the fuck out. That man can't ball in peace. Patrick, I am sorry, brother. Between your fucking brother hitting somebody in public to your daddy getting the third DUI to now your wife being in Sports Illustrated swimsuits and you know you're going to have those fuckers on the internet doing edits and, and doing weird shit. My man can't catch a fucking break. That's why I want Pat to win. He just kills shit and leave. He just kills I mean, shit and leave. <laughs> there's no, there's just not necessarily any problem about it, but it's just like, why announce it like right before the Super Bowl? Like, just it's to not fuck him rush. up. It's to fuck him up. It's to fuck up his mojo. I, don't, I just, uh, I, you know, the timing yeah. of the announcement, I don't understand. Again, like, I have no problem with her doing what she wants. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't care if she does. Like, do what you want, but I'm just saying. His yeah. family can't let him catch a fucking break. It's probably just him and his mom back there shaking apparently, their heads. Apparently his half his half brother is gonna play receiver at Rice. Oh. Okay. His oh no, her pictures. Sure, her pictures are out. What are you talking about, bro? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so you're saying why it, the pictures drop out. now? Oh yeah, yeah, it all came out today. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because I'm about to say like, I the see. news of that. Oh damn. They really got beef going on right now. Who's got beef? I think uh, Kelly Stafford said something about her. Damn. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm on Twitter now. You got me looking this shit up. All right. Well, let me wrap this thing up so Linda and I can uh, get into the Twitter hall. Uh, for Lynn Burton, my name is Adam Schubert. You can catch me at uh, Twitter at AdamBWT. Have a great week, and as always, keep binging. <laughs>